Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode 76. Since the last podcast episode, we have passed the three-year anniversary of the start of the first COVID lockdown in England. It has now been over three years since, at least in a very practical way, the pandemic started for those of us here in the UK. Admittedly, including China, the pandemic has already been more than three years old for a while now. But this last month, three years on from the days when COVID changed life across the world, it feels important. With each year that passes, the desire, the need to leave the pandemic behind gets stronger. But I have always found, even as life moves on from the pandemic, a little discomfort at the way in which things have seemed to move on. Nothing has made me feel more tired of the pandemic than the past few weeks and the appearance of our former Prime Minister in front of the Privileges Committee examining in excruciating detail how he misled us all and why over lockdown breaches in number 10. It is so deeply unwelcome to be dragged back to the memories of the sacrifices so many of us made and then to have that contrasted with what we now see as the attitude of our Prime Minister at the time, that either he did not understand or paid no regard for the restrictions he placed on us all. So yes, I want to move on. I deeply want to move on. I do not wish to do so in haste or in a rush to push away what was, in so many ways, a deeply upsetting and difficult time. I want to move on in a way which feels healing. And so that was why An article in Psychology Today grabbed my attention when it appeared in my news app. The article by Ravi Chandra is titled Five Questions to Help Mourn and Transition from COVID. A Personal Perspective. Questions to Help You Reflect, Remember and Grow. I shall link it in the show notes for this episode, available in your podcast player of choice and at lifeaftervax.com. But more than link it, 
I want to go through it as the topic of today's episode. Here are the five questions. The first two of which borrow a format from a common icebreaker type activity. Question one. What is the rose, the highlight, the bud, the developing aspect, and the thorn, the difficulty in your COVID relational journey with others or one special other? Question two. What is the rose, bud, and thorn of your relationship with yourself during COVID? Question three, what loss have you experienced personally during COVID? Is there a lesson? Question four, what has been laid bare by your passage through these COVID times? What needs have not been met? And question five, what essence needs to be affirmed? and amplified in the culture. I want to answer these questions for myself, but before I do, you may want to think and reflect on them for yourself without my thoughts cluttering up your own. If so, pause here, take whatever time you need, and hopefully you'll come back to compare notes. Let's get into it. So question one, what is the rose, the bud and the thorn in your COVID relational journey with others or one special other? One rose undoubtedly is how grateful I am that all my family came through safe and well. I know that has not been the case for so many families. Another rose has to be the way people around me made me feel so cared for. We talked a lot about people being vulnerable to COVID, but talked very little about how to be separated out can leave a feeling of vulnerability in of itself which is uncomfortable. But I'm very grateful for the care people took and the consideration they gave, not to just keeping each other safe, but to helping me feel safe too. A bud, a developing aspect, and I can call this a bud now three years on, is the developing or often redeveloping of social connections again. Three years ago, so much of the world which fed our social connection was shut down. But three years on, we're able to go back to it all. I still feel some anxiety about some larger social settings, but I'm still working on that. And I really feel like my social skills are still quite rusty. But again, it's not surprising, given the past three years and how long they had to be put to one side for. My thorn, the unavoidable thorn, is the loss 
of two dear friends over the past three years. I still miss both Pip and Emma so dearly. Question two. What is the rose, the bud and the thorn of your relationship with yourself during COVID? My rose has to be a deeper understanding of myself and a kinder acceptance of who I am. I have learnt so much about myself and learnt to live with myself so much better. Also, another rose has to be the way I've learnt to live with and in my body. Keeping up a constant and consistent fitness routine has certainly been part of that. And I'm glad I came out of the past three years having gotten to know myself and accept myself and this body better. My bud that I'm really working to develop is to get in touch with and live with my feelings better. I've been working to try to see them not only as inconvenient at best and instead being curious about them, being grateful for them and letting them have their time and place and no more. It's hard, but I'm trying. A thorn, for sure, has been the way I've struggled with depression and anxiety over the past three years. There have been patches of time that have been really tough. I've talked about that pretty openly here. The past three years, all the ups and downs of what we've been through has added to those struggles. Question three. What loss have you experienced personally during COVID? Is there a lesson? Losing Emma and Pip, as I talked about earlier, has been the biggest loss for me. I don't know if there is a lesson in there per se, but I suppose as I talked about in episode 26, I just keep trying to hold on to the things and the qualities they left with me. Even now they are gone. Question four. What has been laid bare by your passage through these COVID times? What needs have not been met? I have two here. The first is one I think is pretty common. The need to be with others, particularly those we love most. Those early months of the pandemic were tough. But so weird. They were perhaps not the hardest. It was the later months, the way it dragged on and restrictions came and went and travel was not and less possible. Those were really tough times. That deep need to be with those who you know and who love you in the same physical space. That need was not met for too long. And even now, it sometimes feels like I'm in this huge deficit 
of that energy. And just because life goes on, I never have enough time to build up strong reserves of it again. The second was my need for growth. The need to feel like the world is growing, not shrinking. The past three years have seen life restricted, sometimes by laws, sometimes guidance, sometimes by residual worry, and sometimes by the reality of a virus which spreads through social contact. A need to travel, to try new things, to find new experiences. And life was lacking in that for too long. But it is coming back. Question five. What essence needs to be affirmed and amplified in the culture? I do feel like there was something there, particularly in those early days of lockdowns three years ago, around our sense of reliance on each other and of shared solidarity, that I wish we could hold on to and bring out more. I genuinely think that there is a shift in public solidarity, even though, at least here in the UK, our government doesn't always reflect that. But I think we see it in the way the public mood over nurses' pay and refugees in boats wouldn't be there, at least not as strongly, if it were not for our shared experience of the past three years. And I'll end with this. It feels possible that that feeling of connectedness and empathy and compassion could be tapped into more, be nurtured more in our culture and used to do more good in the world. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast player of choice. You can find the podcast on social media at Life After Vax, V-A-X, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out for a more meaningful connection, you can drop me an email. Hi at lifeaftervax.com. Until next time.